0: It's green light there set to go. Green lights on. Set for a start. Koblenz is holding on.
1: Cut glory for Cablinds. But it is all heart style Rico and he is going to absolutely bolt the Melbourne Cup in.
0: Green light is on for the Green Light On podcast.
1: Yes, and we're heading to the bush once again on the Green Light on Premier Racing Podcast. Bonus edition, the Shepherd and Cup Saturday night. The 25th of March, and what a field it is for the CKH Painting and Cup Final Group Two, 47k to the winner. So many stories in this race. Fernando Meek, the Australian Cup winner, Unleash Kalinda, the star of straight track greyhound racing and plenty in between. It is a rib tickler of a field. We're going to break down that race. I'm going to catch up with Ethan Christian. He's going to give us a, a bit of a rundown of his thoughts around the and Cup. We're going to do a Who Am I? Now this is so you can play at home, a Who Am I? Try and guess uh, either the person or the greyhound that I'm getting at uh, with the Who Am I? It might have a little bit of a, a Shepparton Cup feel to it as well, so keep that in mind. Might be a little bit of a hint, and we're going to catch up with a young trainer. I'm calling him Chris Tilly. He is just an absolute marvel, Chris. And we'll find out a little bit about his two charges in the Shepparton Cup, and as well uh, a long history of uh, Chris Tilly and Greyhound Racing. We're going to break down as well. So all that and more. Do not go anywhere. It's a big bonus edition, Shepparton Cup edition of the Green Light on Premier Racing Podcast. Round of the wake. Well, the run of the week for mine from the heats of the Shepparton Cup last week wasn't the winner, and this probably does give away uh, who I'm tipping to win the Shepparton Cup a little bit later on in the podcast, but I thought the run of Unleashed Kalinda, yes, I'm being a little bit biased because I love him up the straight. I think he's a he's a genuine pound-for-pound pound champion of the sport. I think he's going to get there one day, and we, we maybe, maybe see it this week in the cup final, but here's Unleashed Kalinda running second in his heat, and his turn of pace was extraordinary. Hand racing and Unleashed Kalinda. Outpaced at the start by Lectra Heckler, who's flown out. Your hero Bale's well out the back, and it's Lectra Heckler in front. Here's Unleashed Kalinda, who's driving up strongly into second. Then came Jungle Panther, as Unleashed Kalinda got a little bit of a brush, and Lectra Heckler got away. Go Undertaker further back with Dynamic Prince Aston Tango. Quinlan Bale's a minute back with your hero Bale, but it's Lectra Heckler in front. Unleashed Kalinda still coming, flying. <laughs> Lectra <laughs> Heckler holds on, beats Unleashed Kalinda. So then came Lectra Jungle Panther, Heckler getting wins. into third and further back. Go
2: Undertaker. Quinlan bale They've
1: Bail. gone 1097 at off the back which is unheard of. Now, if you go back and watch the race, Unleashed Kalinda's missed the kick easily three lengths off Lecter Heckler, and the ground he makes up on a dog who is running 10.97 off the back which is unheard of is out of this world. Um, The quickest turn of foot I've ever seen on a circle track, I think, from Unleashed Kalinda in that particular run and therefore, obviously, I think he's going to be pretty hard to beat in the final on Saturday night. Saturday's preview... Alrighty, Saturday night preview for uh, the Shepparton Cup meeting. First race at 5:47, uh, late in the afternoon, and a nice 11-race card to uh, to sink our teeth in. The first race of the night, a maiden 385. Um, thought this was probably the hardest race of the night. I'm, I'm going to tip number seven, Junkyard Prince, but I'd be just waiting to see what happens with the market. If there's money there, uh, might be worth following Junkyard Prince. Race one, number seven. Race two, I like the four Blue kabang. strong chaser. I think he might get into a decent place and he had good form behind uh, one more burn and succeed. Who both have really good runs of form around uh, around and over the last couple of months. So I think the form of Blue Cabang just superior to the rivals here. Race number three. I'm going with Kraken Turbo. I think Kitsugi from box number seven might have the speed to uh, to get across and lead, and that will just drag Kraken Turbo into the race. And I think from there, uh, the pink might just be a little bit too good for them. Race four. What I was going to tip on his beast. That's who I'd marked here. Uh, already withdrawn. So I'll be left with the red cheap. Charlie, I think when he gets it right he's, he's a really, really capable type um, he can do a few things wrong time to time, but I'll go with him hopefully to lead all of the way, race 4, number 1 Cup night stayers, race 5 uh, deep, deep race this one um, I've switched and swapped a few times, Ariane Bale's back after an unlucky run in the Galaxy uh, a Group 1 level prior to that won the Group 1 at the Meadows, so her form is supreme for, for a race like this. However, I'm going to go with Great Guy. I just think he's the, he's the stayer on the up, had that sprint run with no luck at all at Sandown Park, and maybe that just gives him a little bit of sprint in the legs. And he might be able to run a, a nice race here. Race 6, the Tony McGrath Memorial Special Event. Over $11,000 to the winner. Um, I think compliance has drawn okay here in box number 7. Whether or not he's going as well as he was potentially this time last year, we'll just have to wait and see. But the eight's going to stay off with early speed. Um, Hilltop Johnny in 5's got pace to go to the rails. So I think Windy Storm and compliance are drawn for good runs and hence i lean to compliance. And the fact Karen Pitts put him in second up from a, from a long break... In a, in a race like this, tells me he's going well. So race six, number seven. On then to race seven. I'm with two ones obsession on top, just a reliable front running type. Uh, should be able to position up on the speed and be hard to beat. Now, race number eight, uh, the big one. Before I break down the race, let's catch up with uh, Ethan Christian to see what. He thinks about the uh, the Shepparton Cup.
0: Hello to you, Heath. Thanks, James. And yes, off to Shepparton we go for another edition of our Country Cups this year uh, with the 47,000 to the winner final. And I believe that a young star on the rise is set to make all in the final. Electra Heckler in box four for Jake Laverso. has got the picket fence form line coming into the race. Ultra reliable at box rise, which should hopefully offset the squeeze draw. And even though it's the first group race that he has contested, he looks in it up to his eyeballs. From the five alley, Salad Dodger for Anthony party. Has the sticky draw, but ultra talented. Recently broke the Tamora 457 metre track record before it was broken again by She's a Pearl. Uh, I believe that Salad Dodger could follow Electra Heckler into the race and run him down later. If given the chance From the 6 Alley You've got Unleashed Kalinda For Jason Thompson The undisputed king of the straight Winning 13 of 14 out at the Ville Not as prolific around 2 turns As his racing pattern can bring him undone But is still in with a great chance And from the 1 Fernando Mick The recent Australian Cup winner Will want to get wide But keep safe from the good draw Down on the inside for David Giel So my numbers for the and Cup 4, 5, 6 and 1
1: Well, maybe, just maybe our schedules hadn't aligned and I've I've organised Ethan to do a little pre-record there, but I thought he's done a beautiful job. So thanks to Ethan for for his thoughts on the... uh the and Cup. We love to get ETH uh, on the podcast when we're talking about the, uh, the Country Cups here in Victoria. Uh, my look at the, uh, the feature with the sports bet odds. Fernando Mick, 480 and 1. Always a thrill, 15. Fire hose, 14. I'd love to see one of these for Chris Tilly win the race. Lectra Heckler, 440. Salad Dodger, $5. His form is top line of late. Uh, four twenty equal favorite unleash Kalinda twenty six Indy Fido four dollars twenty Matt's Hope reserves Tinker Norm and Jungle Panther. Well, it is an elite field. I just love the fact the favorites at four twenty and there's four of them or five of them five dollars or less. So it is an extraordinary race. I'm going with Unleash Kalinda. The way the way I speed mapped the race was obviously Electra Heckler out fast. I think Matt's Hope's going to lid ping from the eight. Pour the pressure on. Um, and go to the rail as well. Indy Fido will miss the kick from seven, and then Unleash Kalinda's got a paddock to work without wide. Um, if he didn't have to clip over the heels of Lectra Heckler, I think he would have been the quickest qualifier into the final. Unleash Kalinda, therefore, um, I'm fairly confident he ticks enough boxes to get this uh, and Cup done and dusted. So, I'm pretty keen um, that he'll he'll be too good here. Unleash Kalinda, and I think he's he's just knocking on the door um, of becoming. A dead-set superstar on the circle. I think he's got the ability. We just probably haven't seen it fully, I guess, unravelled. But maybe, just maybe, the Shepherd and Cup is where Unleashed Kalinda takes that next step. Race 9, the Cup night match race over the 450. Um, I'm going Jungle Panther. I thought the run in the heat was better, but I am concerned. If Quinlan Bale steps well, crashes into Jungle Panther early the Panthers are going to want to get to the outside, and that could be the concern. You don't want to give Quinlan Bale too big of a head start. Race number 10, I like eight call waiting. Race 11, on with number two, his genius hands. His win up the straight last start was just fantastic, and hence on with him in the last drawn box number two. I think the smaller field uh, will bring him right into the race as well punters' punting club. Well, I'm going to focus the punters' punting club on the Shepparton Cup final and just go 25 each way on Unleash Kalinda. I'm a a big fan of this straight track superstar and I think it's only a matter of time before he takes that form to the circle. green light on. Premier racing quiz time. Okie dokie. Green light on Premier Racing quiz time. Not really a quiz, more of a who am I. Uh, It's related to the Shepparton Cup. That is the first hint. Uh, Number one, who am I? I am a greyhound. Number two, I am a white and black greyhound whelped on the 26th of March 2011. Have you worked out who it is? Yell out your buzzer if so. Uh, Number three of the who am I? I'm not sure if it's question or statement number three. Uh, I won the 2013 Shepparton Cup. So we're going back 10 years. Uh, the 10 years anniversary this year of uh, this particular win. When I was in Victoria, I was trained by Kelvin Greeno. Who am I? To the home turn and it's Paul Licking full of running into the straight. It leads by two. Ronan Easme is going back to the inside. Paul Licking in front. Paul Licking goes all the way, wins the cup. By a length to Ronan Ismere. So there it was, Matty J calling the Shepparton Cup. And yes, the answer to the who am I for this week is Paul Licking. He won the, uh, the and Cup 10 years ago. What a marvellous speed greyhound he was. He was uh, an absolute machine, front-running sprinter. And uh, yeah, we marked the 10 year anniversary of his victory in the Shepparton Cup this year. Inside info. Well, a young man who took the uh, Shepparton Cup heats and just dominated last week is Christopher Tilly from Sale, and he's been good enough to jump straight on the podcast. Chrissy, boy, uh, you must have been absolutely thrilled with last week's results with uh, two through to the Shepparton Cup final for Saturday night.
2: It is a thrill, but uh, it's really good hearing somebody call me that young fellow.
1: Hey, look, I knew how to get brownie points on you, Chris. Uh, on a more serious note, mate, how, how do you find being uh, of your age, you're not a spring chicken anymore, let's be honest, and making trips from Sale to Shepparton that I would have to say, Chris, I'm at least 15 years uh, your junior, my friend, um, and I would struggle to do that. So how did you cope last week?
2: Oh well, you sleep a lot afterwards, but um, if you love it, uh, it's not a job, is it?
1: No, no, it's not. And and for you, mate, talk us through the the journey that you've had in greyhound racing over the years. Where did it all begin for Christopher Tilly?
2: Um, a friend, a friend had a uh, a bitch um, in the sixties. That's a long time ago, James. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he was, she was a bit of a handful, and. She was a lovely little thing, anyway. He, the owners, we told the owners, get rid of it. So I asked if I could have her, and uh, I trained her and won a couple of races with her, and uh, I was bitten by the bug.
1: I've tried to be kind um, on this episode and not give away your age, Chris, and then you start rolling out uh, information that you were training in the 60s. But uh, a long journey then. So you've been involved in the sport for 60 years. What, what has been the highlight for you over that journey? And what is, has, what is, I guess, given you the urge to keep on training greyhounds all these years?
2: Uh, just the love of the dogs, I suppose. Uh, I'm intrigued by the breeding on part of it uh, but I find that more fascinating than the, the training, really.
1: Mm. And you've got a, a nice little litter that you've been racing at the moment, the uh, the Aussie Infrared Okawa in Black litter, which we see always a thriller. Who I think is perfectly named. Uh, and Fire Hose both make the Shepparton Cup after heat wins last week. What was the what was the expectations, mate? When you went on about the five hour journey up to to Shepparton last week, were you expecting to bring home a double?
2: Uh, not really. I thought uh, always a thrill. He showed he liked the place. He won his maiden up there, and showed a liking for the place. Um, so I thought his brother might uh, might might run into a place, and just as a as a backup, but uh, they both both come out and won.
1: They both made the uh, the recent Tamora Cup uh, final as well, which was won by She's a Pearl. So they've put together a a good little uh, little purple patch of form for you, Chris.
2: They have. Um, Firehose was beaten, um, uh, I think, a length and a half or a length and three quarters or something in track record time in the heat by Salah Dodger and She's a Pearl. And he was actually finishing over the top of She's a Pearl, so I was wrapped in that. But because he was third, he was only first reserved for the final. There was a scratching and he got a run in the final. And um, he got got knocked around a bit in the final and come back on top of his brother, which put him out of play. And then uh, they they both come home and uh, I think they ran fourth and fifth or something like that. But again, in track record time so, and not beaten far.
1: Yeah, they've got a, a very good run of form at the moment. Uh, you're a hobby trainer now, Chris. Can you talk us a little bit through the uh, the kennel setup and how many are training down there at Sale at the moment?
2: Uh, I have four dogs in work at the moment uh, well I'm down to three now uh, but I'm um, going uh, to have my first holiday in 15 years so uh, uh, I've sent some of the dogs back to New South Wales uh, for a bit of a break and to be trained up there. Uh, one came back down for uh, the launching pad. Um, if you say he's been lucky enough to, uh, to get into the semi-finals of the, the launching pad. We had four four dogs uh, aiming for the launching pad, and uh, two of them come on season. The other one broke down, and the other one uh, didn't didn't uh, shape up. So we we had to move to Plan B. So, uh, if you say was a bit stiff at tomorrow. he ran uh, uh, a length and a half behind Dookie Devil in the heat of the uh, the classic up there, um, went into the Dubbo finals and got put into the running rail there, so uh, that put him out of play, but uh, it was a bit, of a bit of a carnage at Dubbo.
1: Mm, yeah, just going through the form, if you say fourth behind Zaramani, so... Qualifies for round number two of the uh, the series there, the launching pad. But uh, back to to and the box draws two and three. Does uh, that would have to give you a little bit of confidence because you drew well in the heats with the one and the one, and they were both able to win. How do you how do you rate the draws in the final, and who do you think is the best chance of the the two prepared by the great man that is Chris Tilly from Sale? <laughs>
2: I, I have more confidence in Firehose. Uh, he's a bit, little bit more reliable than his brilliant brother. Uh, his brilliant brother, you never quite know what you're going to get on the night. Uh, but uh, there's there's a lot of fast dogs in the race, and uh, as you know, James, in all those finals, it's just uh, how how the the cards fall. Uh, there's there's not much between the whole field.
1: Mm, for sure. What what would it mean to you, mate? To to win a, a race like the Shepherd and Cup.
2: Um, I wouldn't say it was life-changing but uh, it would certainly be a thrill at my age to uh, to to win one of those. I I've I've won group races in the past before they were even called for group races but uh, now uh, over the years I've I've had less less dogs and uh, so, less quality dogs. So, it's good good to be back in and running in group races.
1: Yeah, for sure. I was just going through uh, some of the history of the greyhounds that you've trained in more recent years. Uh, one that was, I think, one of the, the best straight-tracking greyhounds that I've seen, Midnight Monarch. Um, he would have been a great thrill to train. A very, very fast straight-line greyhound he was.
2: He was a very fast dog. Um, Laziers all get out, but... Uh, he, he was very, very fast and just a little plug there he's a stud now, James and I'm getting his, um, his first, first litter of pups coming down um, probably in May and uh, expect to see something brilliant at uh, Hillsville with them.
1: Gee, I like the sounds of that, uh, Chris and as you've said a few times you've been involved in the sport for a long, long time who who have you seen over the years that you rate as some of the fastest dogs you've seen? Not necessarily that you've trained, but you've seen as a as a whole. Uh,
2: well, I think I think you can't really go um, from New South Wales. So, uh, I'll have a soft spot for a zoom top, she uh, was able to do it over sprints and over distance. And in later years, you look at Fanta Bale, she came come out and she won over sprints and over over distance. Uh, and Xylar Ellum, uh, mm. they're, they're the dogs. Uh, I think that, to me, uh, straight-out sprinters and straight-out stayers are... Uh, I don't think they're the complete greyhound like a, a dog that can run over all distances. Uh, like those those dogs should run track records from three hundred to eight hundred meters. Mm. You know,
1: it's a good point. I'm going to call you Mr. Versatile from now on, Chris. Uh, good luck. <laughs> uh, good luck with Shepherd and this week. And as I let you go, last question: uh, What is what is the dream for you in greyhound racing from here on in, mate? What's the the one race that you'd love to to win as a trainer?
2: Uh Probably the Melbourne Cup, but I don't know whether I'll, I'll get around to that. But we we can always hope.
1: Keep trying, mate. You're driving. Uh, you're driving five hours every week uh, to to race a greyhound at Shepparton from sale. So I'm telling you now, Chris, anything is possible. So good luck, firstly with uh, with tomorrow night the uh, the Shepparton Cup, and good luck chasing the dream of the Melbourne Cup. Where we're cheering for you here on the Green Light On podcast. Put it that way.
2: Thank you very much.
1: Well, that's it for uh, an interesting episode of the Green Light on Premier Racing podcast. A little bit different, I suppose, with a, a Who Am I, Ethan Christian, joining as he so often does when we're talking country cups. But marvellous chat with Chris Tilley. Uh, we wish him well. Wouldn't it be a, a wonderful story? A man with uh, a lot of history in the sport of greyhound racing with a quarter of the field, and he's only got three in his kennel come the Shepparton Cup this Saturday night. Well, good luck, happy punning, safe travelling. We wish you well.